echte ervaring. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. How come you're not out there on the field? Coach suspended me for two games. Yeah, he said Joe Biden. I did because he's ruining our country. I know, son, but next time say let's go Brandon instead. It means the same thing and you won't get into any trouble. Oh, thanks, Dad. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Let's go Brandon. G.I. Joe. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the show. This is your boy here, Scott from Woke Societies, here on November 10th at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome to everyone on Twitch, on DLive, on Rumble, Odyssey, and, of course, my favorite fam over on the Foxhole. What a day, what a day, what a day. Thanks to everybody that hung out with me earlier today as we watched the trial from this morning all the way up until about an hour and a half ago. It has been absolutely crazy, but don't worry. If anyone missed it, we're going to be covering everything that was uh, that went down in this case and um, other, other uh, and maybe another topic. It's been a weird, weird day uh, for me, especially behind the scenes, as we'll get into in just a moment. Thank you to all my mods. What's up, everybody? People going crazy today. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Antifa lawyers spinning things, shitting on the Constitution. The judge wasn't having it. The judge is pretty... We're going to talk, guys. I have so much so much reaction to uh, what we watched earlier today. So we're going to get into all that. And that's why I'm kind of glad we kind of cut the uh, stream off earlier today. So I can get uh, my reaction. I can see your guys' reaction in the chat. I had a bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes today with uh, get the heat turned on. Grandpa's in the hospital. A whole bunch of stuff going down. So, uh, and my other grandpa is here in Tennessee. And we're, we're going to be going to lunch tomorrow. So it's just all this happened within the same day. It's been absolutely nuts, and I know you guys are out there hanging out with me, and uh, we kind of had a watch party going on. It was a lot of fun. I love hanging out with my Patriots and uh, my Patriot family, especially my Foxhole family. It's awesome. And uh, I got a bunch of memes for you guys today. We're going in on the Antifa lawyer. We're going in on him. Thank you so much, Champs, for the cookies, my friend. I appreciate it. You're the man. Be show, uh, showcasing some of his uh, fine artwork, as I always do. Oh, my goodness gracious. I wasn't sure, guys, uh, if I was going to be able to get a show to put together in about an hour and a half. But I did it. I did it because I love you guys and I love what I do. But first, before we get into all that, let's get in to today's sponsor. 
And that sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, is FlipCityMag.com. You guys seen them on my show multiple times. This is I don't this I don't think this is their newest because I think their Christmas one's out now. But this is the uh, most recent one that I have um, in house right now. It is a full colored satirical comedy magazine. And if you just open it up, ladies and gentlemen, you could see it is full color artwork making fun of Antifa. These scumbags that we trash on this channel on a daily basis. It's funny. It's family friendly. It's a snapshot of history, and this can be enjoyed by you and the kids. And uh, it can be put on the shelf. And can be a memento of the times that we've all gone through. And um, you really can't get much better than this. And the price is absolutely fantastic. Guys, go check out FlipCMag.com. Go check them out. Hit shop now to bring you to their shop page here. You can get single print issues or you can get full subscriptions. And at the same time, while you guys are shopping that, this is what their newest issue is going to be looking like. And it's probably going to be coming out. I don't know exactly when, but this is the cover of it. And it's a pretty badass uh, Santa Claus, as you guys can see. But right now, guys, you get a full subscription for 40 bucks, And if you use code WOKE10, you get another 10% off of that price. Guys, we don't know what's going to be on the shelves for Christmas, but I can tell you right now, these magazines will be available, and they make excellent, excellent holiday gifts. And you're supporting not just my channel, but a Patriot business out in California. It's just two of them. It's just two of them, and they pour their blood, sweat, and tears into this with their army of artists and all of that good stuff. Check out Flip City Mag, guys. Use code WOKE10 and all that good stuff. Guys, we'll get into the personal stuff um, in a little bit. Thank you guys for the prayers for my grandpa. I'll get into all that a little bit later on. Um, it's just been it's just been a wild day, but an absolute wild day. But let's get into our news blitz as, uh, as I, I know the trial is still going on. I know other channels are covering it right now. And uh, we'll, we'll get you guys caught up on the most recent that I possibly can give you. And um, Kyle, Kyle took the stand. I wasn't expecting it. You guys are going to hear my full reaction about the entire case. I have the clips from it, from from the uh, the douchebag lawyer to him crying. And it's going to get intense. It's going to get intense. But either way, let's get into, uh, let's get into the news blitz, shall we? We got to do that first. Here we go. And first up on the docket here, YouTube is going full retard. From my uh, breaking news here, Insider Paper, YouTube has announced that it'll be hiding public dislike counts on videos across its site starting today. Creators will still be able to see how many people dislike their videos, but it's behind the scenes. And this was the tweet coming from hashtag Team no, I'm sorry, not Team Nazi, Team YouTube. To reduce targeted dislike attacks and their impact on creators, especially the smaller creators, you'll no longer see a public discount, a dislike count on YouTube starting today. The dislike button is staying, though. This comes all worries aside, fam. YouTube wanted to let us know they have done lots of research and testing and consideration for this. I know it has nothing to do with Joe Biden's videos. It has nothing to do with the fact that the entire country knows that this man's a scam. And that doesn't find the fact that the let's go Brandon, fuck Joe Biden chance. They ain't going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. And all this does, and YouTube doesn't give a shit about this. YouTube has turned into what we all didn't want it to be. And that is cucking out to the corporations and the globalists and the elitists in this country. And that's exactly what they have done. And by doing so, 
Um, it also hurts their content creators, but YouTube hasn't been in the business of giving two shits about their content creators for a very long time. So now, they're just going to have the dislike button. You can hit it as much as you want. It just won't show the ratio anymore because we need to keep hiding and shilling for our communist fake president, Joe Biden, and also shilling out for China. It's nothing new. But also, I love the fact that they put in that, oh, we've done lots of research and testing and considerate. What kind of testing are you doing? Are you calling these people the smaller channels? Are you trying to make sure their feelings aren't hurt by videos? Guess what? If there's a lot of dislikes on your video more than the likes, guess what? That's telling you you need to make a change. It actually makes your content better. But in that world, in soy boy land, soy trans land, whatever the hell you want to call it, all it does is cater to hurt feelings. I'm so over YouTube, guys. I'm fired up today, as you guys can tell. In other news, the Washington Biden admin amasses millions of records on U.S. gun owners amid new crackdown on firearms. And this is coming from, again, uh, the corrupt ATF. This is going to, um, uh, they're going to obtain more than 54 million gun owner records in 2021 alone. These guys are just coming after everything, ladies and gentlemen. We are walking through the precipice at this point. We're not, I don't think we're at the brink yet. We're not close, but we're certainly walking through some dark times. The Biden admin just, uh, the past year alone stockpiled the records of more than 54 million U.S. gun owners and is poised to drastically alter gun regulations to ensure the information of Americans who own firearms ultimately ends up in the federal government's hands. According to the ATF documents obtained by the Washington Free Beacon. What are they going to be doing with these? Why are they, why does the government want to know who owns guns? Well, well guys, we can, we can, we can just, can, we can speculate as much as we want. All this is, is more government overreach and more corruption coming out of this White House. It is big government that nobody wants besides Antifa, soy boys, as we're going to see today, just bending over and accepting everything from big daddy government, begging Joe Biden to put his fist up their ass even harder. It's unbelievable. But we're going to keep carrying on and fighting on, ladies and gentlemen. But in other news, from OAN, we have a Gavin Newsom sighting reemerges after his two-week disappearance. I'm sure it had nothing to do with the, with the booster shot he got. California Governor Gavin Newsom is rationalizing his absence from the public eye in the United Nations Climate Change Conference. On Tuesday, the Democrat made his first public appearance in 13 days. Rumors about Newsom's health circulated since his disappearance October 27th when he received the booster. So, Newsom skips out on his trip to a climate conference about saving Earth from fossil fuels to attend a wedding for a family who made all their bill, uh, billions drilling oil. The irony, the irony in all that, and this is him in the background. Ah, I'm not going to say what I want to say. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So Gavin Newsom is back, and I'm sure he, uh, remember, he blamed his kids in Halloween for his absence this entire time. Coming out of the AP News in Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania court throws out governor's school mask mandate, and this is some good news for all the patriots out in, uh, in Pennsylvania. An order by Pennsylvania's acting health secretary that requires masks inside K-12 through schools and child care facilities was thrown out Wednesday by a state court that said she lacked the authority. The Wolf administration said lawyers were directed to file an immediate appeal, and that's probably going to happen. The thing is, ladies and gentlemen, these communists do not give a shit about Constitution. They do not give about your right, your choice, and any of this when it comes to the health of yourself and the children, and they're going to fight this shit in court. They know it's unconstitutional, but guess what? We're past the point where these commies give a shit about constitutional and the rule of law because they bypass it by going ahead and doing this shit. But... It'll probably be appealed and be further fought in, uh, in uh, courts, but as as of right now, K-12 
consider this a win because that's exactly what it is. Let's go out, also sticking out on the East Coast. Let's go to New Jersey. From the New Jersey Globe, this is big news for my New Jerseyans out there. Sweeney is to concede the loss. Senate President election set for Friday, uh, for Friday. And Senate President Steve Sweeney is set to concede his re-election defeat. And ha- um, on Wednesday, Democrats have scheduled an election. This Friday, choose the successor the New Jersey Globe has learned. Nicholas uh, Scuteri, the current Senate Judiciary Chairman, has locked on the position. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Republican Edward Durr ousted Sweeney, a senator for the last 20 years and the longest-serving legislative leader in New Jersey history in last week's election. He now has 2,212 votes, lead over Sweeney, and I guess they're still fucking counting because, again, we live in a banana republic. Sweeney took him out, and Sweeney is now going to be the new man in town. Ed Durr took out the truck driver. Ed Durr, with 153 bucks, took out Ed Sweeney. Shows you exactly how the people feel about where their state and country are going. And also, in other news, more mainstream corporate media talking heads are retiring. This is now Brian Williams from NBC. Brian Williams says he's leaving NBC News at the end of the year. I wonder why. I wonder why. Maybe just like Rachel Madcow is going to be doing it as well. Brian Williams, who remained, or who, who, who remade his career as an MSNB host after losing his job as, as NBC Nightly News, Anchor for making false claims about a wartime story is leaving his network after 28 years. Williams said in a note to his colleagues that following much reflection, hmm, much reflection that the Patriots are coming for your jobs and that nobody watches your shitty news uh, network anymore, he has decided to exit when his contract ends in December. Hmm, this is the end of a chapter and the beginning of another. And after that, nobody gives a shit about Mr. Brian Williams. All it is, ladies and gentlemen, is a signal that these talking heads that push the uh, misinformation, especially with Durham, the Steele dossier, all this stuff's going to be coming out to light as it is now. Fox News is finally uh, pulling their heads out of their asses and covering Spygate like it should have been covered this entire time. But the red wave is coming, the winning is coming, and these clowns that were going up there clowning for the uh, for the uh, the establishment are going to look really stupid when all this stuff comes out and we have all the clips to back it up to make a mockery of these people. And again, we will not give these people mercy, just like we're not giving the Antifa lawyer any mercy today. And that just closed out TV. Germany's vaccine vaccination commission now advises against Moderna for people under 30 years of age. Why is this important? Because France just two days ago said the same thing. Nobody, nobody should be taking Moderna for people under 30. And I'm sitting here wondering, why is it just one? Why is it just one? Why isn't all of them? Why isn't it just all of them at this point? But now, after all these people have gotten this vaccination, they come out after the fact and say that, no, that's probably really not good for you. We shouldn't be doing it. But too late. You already got in your system. You're screwed. And guess what? No one can be held liable besides yourself. Funny and interesting how that works. How that works. And guys, I've been telling you, I hope you're stocking up on food because it's getting pretty bad out here as far as prices. This is from Yahoo Finance. Trump warns on scary inflation, says surging prices will ravage our country. I don't like to fear porn, guys. I don't like to doom porn. But everything is going up. Everything is going up around here. I can see it. See it in our grocery bills. See it everywhere. Everything is going up. Our ga- the gas has gone up 30 cents since I've been down here. And... Um, didn't think I'd be seeing gas in the South over $3, but here we are. Thank you, Joe Biden. You proved me wrong. Stock up, ladies and gentlemen. 
Stock up and make sure you are prepared in case there is a tragic event because it's not just inflation. It's also the supply lines. And last thing for the news blitz today, ladies and gentlemen, this one, I mean, my God, what else do you have to do to try to coerce people in getting themselves jabbed? From the New York Post, brothel offers free sex session to patrons who get COVID vax on site. Not joking. Guess a spoonful of sugar, and that's in quotes, really does make the medicine go down. An An Austrian brothel has devised an ingenious way to incentivize people to get the vaccine by offering Promise patrons a free fling with a prostitute of their choosing if they get immunized at the bordello. And this is a perfect way at getting the low-hanging fruit of the society. The sheep that have held out this long, let's entice them with a little bit of sex, shall we? We are very popular, in quotes from Christopher uh, Leilacher, director of the fund Palace in Vienna, told writers of the enticing new initiative, which they created in response to the recent government mandate, barring the unvaccinated from restaurants and other indoor arenas. So they're trying to coerce people with sex. We have Bill de Blasio offering kids cash out in New York City. It's just it's just a wonderful, effed up clown world that we live in. Ladies and gentlemen, that is today's News Blitz. Oh, man. I am fired up today. I'm really fired up today. <laughs> I have so much to get off my chest about this uh, this case that went down today because what I am witnessing here is we'll get into it all. We'll get into it all. Thank you all for hanging out with me. Um, earlier today, I think we streamed, what, four or five hours maybe? Um, I was up and down, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, I didn't have heat for a while. Um, we didn't get the heat turned on. The cold came uh, pretty quick. And uh, I called last week. They said it was going to be about a week to get the heat. A week was today. And right as um, right as Kyle Rittenhouse was coming on, he t- right as he took the stand, the guy showed up um, here, and I obviously had to be downstairs with him to make sure everything was good. Everything worked out. The heat was on within 20 minutes. Um, everything was good. Got that news, and then I got news um, from my dad about my grandfather. Um, his health is not is not good. He's got sepsis and some other problems going on. And... He's in the hospital right now. He's in the hospital, and the thing is, right now in New York, um, something had happened to him prior early in the year. He's been in and out of the hospital. He's obviously older. Um, my grandma and other relatives were allowed to see my grandfather when he was in the hospital, as long as they wore masks. This was before. This might have been when the vaccines were just coming out, too. But you were allowed to go in the hospital. You were allowed to go in the hospital if you wore a mask. You didn't have to be vaccinated. As of right now, in New York, where I used to live, right where I used to live, they are not letting any family into the hospital unless uh, to see him unless they are vaccinated. As of right now. So my grandpa is by himself in a room, hopefully getting better. I'm hoping to God he gets better. And uh, nobody can see him. Nobody can see him. And they told, apparently they told my grandma and they told my dad, the only way that you will be able to get in here, if, if God forbid, um, your grandfather is dying. So if, he's, if he's dying or going to die, then, then you're allowed to go in and see your family members out in New York in this hospital where they are. Guys, I am so fucking tired of this administration. I am so tired of the bullshit. And I know this has affected everybody right now, but it's been, it personally affected me now. I'm not up there, obviously. I'm down south, but I hate the fact that he's alone. 
Being sick in the hospital is one thing, but no one should have to be alone. At least, if anything, my grandma could actually go down and be with him. But that's what, that, that's what was told. And these are the fucking times that we are living in right now. And it didn't have to be this way. I hope we're all learning. Once this whole shitstorm is over. Because all of us, none of us are going to be the same at the, end of, um, at the end of this journey. With COVID, with pandemics, with stolen elections. We are, none of us are going to be the same. This is, uh, this is an, an, a, I guess, I will never, cons- never compare myself to actual veterans. But in a way... Um, we are growing up real fast being in this digital war, fighting these communists on the Internet, unfortunately. At least it's there. It's not in the streets. People aren't dying. And, uh, people are dying, but there's no civil war as of right now. There's a culture war. But I hope we're all learning, all learning from this time because we allowed this to get to this point because we all forgot. We were living in apathy. We were ahead of it. We were ahead of it once it started to, once these snowballs started to roll down the hill. But now, I hope we're all learning from this shit that will never, ever, ever allow this to happen again with these mandates and this medical tyranny. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. You can't visit. You have to have, you have to give up autonomy of your body to visit a a relative that's sick. And the only way you can get in, where is the science? Does the science say that if, uh, if, if COVID is turned off in a room, if someone in your family is dying, then it turns off. Do you guys see the stupidity, the absolute stupidity of what is going on? I know you guys are. I am venting. I am venting. It's been a, it's been a crazy day today. Absolutely crazy day today. So thank you all for the prayers. Keep him in prayers. Um, he's, a, he's, he's a great grandfather. He's a, he's a great man. And um, keep them in prayers, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. And let me just get to the... Um, thank you so much. The grabs of the cookie. One, two, three, SKG with the shades. What a day. Love the judge slide. Yeah, I got all of it for you guys. And again, champs, thanks for all the cookies. Qua for life. Thank you so much for the cookies as well. M3, thanks for the uh, the cookie as well. Live stream, a nonviolent raid into see your grandpa. <laughs> yeah, right. And M3 again with the cookie. Hire Kyle to escort you. Yeah, maybe he will, because I feel like he is going to be getting off, um, but it's going to be a rough ride for him. It's going to be a very uh, rough ride for that kid, and his life's ruined. His life's ruined for the rest of his life in a lot of ways. We're going to get into it all, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for hanging out with me and venting about uh, this garbage that we're living through right now. For everyone that missed out on the stream earlier today, it's okay. We're going to talk about everything, and you're going to be all caught up, and we're going to be talking about Danchenko and also a little bit of Spygate at the end and all of that stuff. Thank you all. I love you. I got no funny video. Saved all the funnies for the uh, show, the main course. I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Let's do this. Thanks for tuning in to the land of surreal. But it's like the twilight zone. The plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light. All the plans you can feel. Grab your flashlight. It's time to go down the rabbit hole. This dark and hell is hot. Dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning. Patriots and now we control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fall. Stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie. Realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass. The future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies fan, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow.
All right. I love you guys. Thanks so much for all the love. You guys always uh, know how to cheer me up. Thank you so much. Thank you. FujiCast said something absolutely great. Let me try to find it here. Tom says, Scott, we all know it's cock garbage. Prayers, it is cock garbage. FujiCast in all caps. Kyle Rittenhouse has bigger balls than OJ Simpson. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. And I'm going to explain to you guys right now exactly why I agree with that sentiment. Because something unexpected happened today that I was not expecting. I was not expecting. So, you guys are going to hear my reaction to this case. Because right now, today, as far as right now, the Kyron House case is the biggest news of the day. It's been uh, big news for a while now. But everyone, the, a lot of people, a lot of people in the country, especially us out here that are obsessed with this kind of stuff, um, this, it, we've been watching it um, like crazy. I didn't watch a lot of it in the beginning. The last three, four days, I've been really watching it um, closely. And um, it has been one of the craziest things I've ever watched. And, it's, and watching it live is even something else, even even insane. I mean, the O.J. Simpson case was the biggest case growing up. I was a kid. I was a child when that went down. But I remember watching on the TV the Ford Bronco chase on live television because everybody in my family was watching. I remember seeing clips of it, uh, the glove, Everything that went down the O.J. Simpson case, it was wild. That The O.J. Simpson case changed uh, media, changed courts. They, it changed uh, so many things. It was one of those landmark cases that no one can ever forget. And thank you so much, Navy Vet. Um, praying for your grandpa's health. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. One, The case that we're watching here, the clownery that is going on, we are living in, in very different times right now. Very different times. And what I am watching, what I am watching happen and unravel here, this lawyer, this cucked out douchebag prosecutor that has been um, just being snaky, completely breaking the law. And, and this probably isn't new in the law world. This pro- There's corrupt lawyers all the time that probably pull garbage like this. Guys, I got a, I got a very personal taste of how corrupt... Um, courtrooms can be um, watching what happened when I saw for our YouTube case, when I saw the judge out in California coddling the lawyer from YouTube. I won't ever forget that. I will never forget watching bias, clear bias within our case um, from the judge to our YouTube lawyer. This is not the case going on in this case right now. The judge that, that, that is in this case is completely based, very fair, and he's getting dragged on Twitter right now. I'm going to show you guys all this. But what we're watching is this Antifa lawyer and the mindset of these cucks, these beta cucks, that basically are saying that you are not, you cannot protect yourself. These rioters can do whatever they want. And if you carry a gun, the only reason why you carry a gun is to go out and kill people. And I'm not joking because this is exactly what this lawyer was trying to do today. And if you guys, if you guys just showed up, you guys got back from work, Kyle Rittenhouse took the stand today. I was I was blown away. I turned the stream on probably around, I don't know, 10 Eastern. And I'm expecting to see, you know, more experts, more uh, people, more more vaporized biceps. I was I was ready to see that, but then I I the I look at the uh, stream and Kyle Rittenhouse is getting sworn in. I'm like, 
Holy bleep. He's got some balls. He has got some balls. And people that are usually guilty, that are usually going to, um, they're going to not, they're going to probably plea out, take a plea, not take the charge. Get a, get as much as they can off their uh, off off their uh, off their guilty plea that they can, so they don't have to serve as much time. They don't normally do that. Kyle Rittenhouse waived his Fifth Amendment rights and took the stand. And I was like, okay, today is going to be a crazy day. So the uh, the defense did their thing. Defense went through all the situations that he went through. And it was it was alarming, fam. I got to be completely honest with you because covering this as much as we cover this on this show and all of our friends out there that cover this, it's one thing to watch the riot videos on camera. It's one thing to watch all this on screens, all this um, all on your phone to talk about it. When you hear the guy himself that was, he's not even a guy, he's a, he was a kid. He was 17 years old. When you hear him tell his story about what he was doing, why he was there, what his friends were doing, he is talking to the defense. And clearly, if you want to say we're biased, you can say we're biased. The thing is, it has nothing to do with biased. The facts are this kid was there to help give medical aid, put out fires, protect businesses, be a deterrent to scumbag BLM Antifa riders that were out there to destroy anything in their path. And he was there to help. And the entire time he's describing his story, all I can think about is this kid was little, he had a normal life. He was a lifeguard. Um, He had aspirations to do, you know, to go to do things as he's going on from high school into his college years. He's a totally normal kid. Not a white supremacist. By any means, not any of that shit that's, that's been spewed. So what I'm going to show here first, ladies and gentlemen, is to show you the desperation from this cucked out beta. This guy, I had a mute, I had a mute on my end at one point because I couldn't listen to him anymore because I can tell who is a snake very easily. This dude is straight up evil, straight up snake, and I'm like, okay, if Kyle's on the stand, that means exactly the prosecution's going to be able to have a chance, to ha- have the opportunity to go and cross him and Kyle too. And the judge even looked at Kyle and was like, you do know you don't have to do this, right? And Kyle's like, I understand. And he's like, if you think this is going to be the best thing for you and according to your counsel, you're free to do this. And he's like, I want to do this. AP with a cookie, a cookie for the dildo man. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate it. No, nothing. We're, there's gonna be plenty of dildos for you, AP. I got those all saved up for you guys. M three with a can. Exactly being being there and watching it are two different things. Riots are exactly what the word means. That's exactly what it is. But I want to show you guys the desperation of this cuckbag. And then we're gonna get into the judge yelling at him. And then we're going to get into what this case is really all about. Because as much as I'm as my, I'm watching all this, I'm like, this isn't about Kyle. There is so much more. Um, that is that this is go that this is, and we're gonna get into that. But first, I want you guys to see the line of questioning that this beta cuck Antifa lawyer um, is putting out here. And the first one I'm gonna show you is he's talking to Kyle about video games. And just listen to this. 
suggest that the reason that you wanted Dominic to buy you an AR-15 as opposed to a pistol is the only reason was because you felt you couldn't lawfully possess a pistol? Correct. You didn't pick out the AR-15 for any other reason? I thought it looked cool, but no. You didn't pick it out because you wanted to go hunting with it, did you? No. You didn't pick it out because you were going to use it to protect your house, correct? Correct. You picked it out because it looked cool? I thought it looked cool. Is that the reason? Yes. It resembled the types of weapons that are used in first-person shooter video games, correct? I don't really play first-person shooter video games. I have, but I believe there's a variety of guns, including shotguns, pistols. There's guns in video games that resemble all guns. Isn't it true when you would hang out with Dominic Black, you'd play Call of Duty and other first-person shooter video games? Sometimes. And those are games in which you use weapons like AR-15s to pretty much shoot anybody who comes at you, correct? It's a video game where two players are playing together. I don't really understand the meaning of your question, to be honest. Isn't one of the things people do in these video games try and kill everyone else with your guns? Yeah, in the video game, it's just a video game. It's not real life. And Diddy, I didn't mean to forget you, my friend. Thank you. 4545 Gold Pills, thank you. For your granddad, brother, and as always, much love. Thanks, you, my friend. And Janine, thank you so much for the can. Hello again, Woke Fam. Thank you guys so much for the Gold Pills. Keep them coming in. Thank you, guys. You can send the cash apps. I forgot to mention all that before, but it's okay. It's okay. This was an argument used um, by my parents at your early age when uh, we were very religious. I was very into first-person per- first sh- uh, shooters. Still am to this day. Um, I can tell you right now, I have played probably hours, hours, days, months of time in my life into um, video games. Vi- very violent video games. Grand Theft Auto. You name it, guys. I played every violent shooting video game you could possibly possibly uh, have. And I can tell you right now, there's never been an ounce of me that's like, hmm, let me go carry this out in real life. Ever. Ever. And so it has been for millions and millions of other kids and adults that still play video games. And he, Kyle goes like, yeah, but hey, dude, it's a video game. It's a video game. This dude, and I got I to gotta be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of you watched the case with me earlier. I think Kyle did a pretty damn good job, and I, that's got to be a testament also to his lawyers. And his lawyers, his lawyers have been fire. I haven't seen these lawyers barely screw up. And for Kyle to come out on, uh, on, on trial on, on the stand here, they, have, they, they coach you. They coach you. It's kind of a script. Not from the prosecution, but from the defense, obviously. The defense has a uh, probably a line of questions. They probably go through it. I'm going to ask you this question, this question. Answer like this. Don't go, don't say this. Say that, that you know, it's everything's all coached. And I got to be honest, for now an 18-year-old, I don't know if I can call him a kid, 18-year-old uh, dude, he handled himself pretty damn well um, considering um, what what he was up against and what was going on with him. Now, as we're going to be watching some of these videos, I know it's hard to listen to this beta cut question because once the defense was up, this prosecution, he kept going on 
and on and on. And I'm going to get into the things of what this case really is about and why it's a signal to the rest of the country of we don't want you carrying guns. We don't want you to protect yourself. We want you to lay your guns down unless, unless there is immediate danger in front of you at that moment. Then maybe, maybe, maybe it's okay to use your gun. Ryder, thanks so much for the cookie. I appreciate that. This again, I want you guys to watch how ridiculous, ridiculous this is. And I have to imagine how ridiculous this looks in front of a jury. Take a watch. It's pointed downward towards his feet. It's pointed at his body, some part of his body, correct? Yes. And he's no threat to you at this moment. Is he? Your Honor, he's standing in front of him with a gun. That's an argument you can make. I'm asking a question of the witness. Yes. He's no threat to you at this moment, is he? He is a threat. He has a gun in his hand. You saw that gun? Yes. So at the moment, throughout all of these moments of your interaction with Mr. Grosskreutz, you were aware of the fact that he had that gun in his hand, correct? Not until that moment. I'm talking about from this moment on, correct? Yes. And of course, that's a handgun, right? Yes. And you have an AR-15. Correct? Yes. And at this particular moment, he's not pointing his gun at you, is he? Not at that moment. But you've got your gun pointed at him, correct? Looking at the video, I think I'm lowering my weapon. I think it's just a still shot of where you have it to where that, but I believe in the whole video, I'm lowering it, and then he points his gun at me. (laughs) How dare you, Kyle? How dare you point your gun at a man that is lunging at you while there is a pistol in his hand at your face level? How dare you? And ladies and gentlemen, this is the disease. I don't know. At this point, guys, I don't don't honestly know if the left, these psychos, these demons that want to take away our Second Amendment rights, I don't honestly know if they really believe what they are saying and, and, and with this lawyer. Do they really believe what he is saying right now? And, and a reasonably normal human being, if there was a mob chasing you, you had heard prior before, I'm going to effing rip your hearts out, drop, call you an N-word, and threaten to kill you twice, and then later on that night you see the same man come at you running at you and then he he lunges at you and attacks but no 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 according to this lawyer and the, the entire time he's painting out Kyle as why did you have a gun why did you even have a gun Kyle going into the laws of uh where he lived versus how he got the rifle why do you have to and if you guys are really paying attention I know a lot of you are They make, this lawyer makes it a key fact that he keeps saying the word AR-15, 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 30-round mag, 30-round mag, 30-round mag. If you guys are catching what this man is trying to do, because he knows the, the country, a big part of this country is watching this right now, he knows the AR-15 is a buzzword and 30-round mags has been a, has been a, lovely talking point for the Dems to say, why do you need 30-round magazines? You don't need that many magazines unless you're going out to kill people. 
What this is all about is saying to you, all of us out, out here, us peasants, you don't need your guns. Why do you even have guns? Citizens of this country, why do you even need guns? And the whole time this lawyer is victim shaming, victim shaming Kyle, while the entire premise of why Kyle was there and a lot of these other people were there is because, one, the mayor, whoever the mayor of his, of Kenosha is, Democrat, scumbag, told the police to stand down, just like the rest of the Democratic states did. Please stand down while we let Bielema and Antifa burn the whole place down. Nobody mentions the businesses. Nobody talks about the people burning shit down. Because for me, that would be a motive, a motive to go there and help as much as you can and protect businesses. And so much of it, guys, was if you're not there to kill people with a gun, why did you even bring the gun, Kyle? And he's like, for self-protection. It's obvious. It's a deterrent. You see people walking around with a gun. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're probably not going to mess with you. Because if you start getting handsy with someone with a gun, then you attack. That gives someone a use. Uh, the, that gives someone a probable cause to use self-defense and blow your bicep off. I honestly don't know, ladies and gentlemen, if these people really believe in what they are they're saying or they will just lie to themselves and lie to the people and gaslight so much to where they believe it's true because their ultimate mission is to go after all of her guns because if Kyle didn't have his gun, he would have been dead. He would have been dead. And him describing the story was pretty hard to watch. It was very hard to watch from Kyle because he was clearly upset. This has clearly given him PTSD, has given him nightmares. As we're going to see in the clip a little bit later on, he breaks down on the on, on the stand. His face was quivering. I'm pretty sure it was a panic. He had a panic attack right on right on the stand, and they kept showing his mom, which was kind of upsetting me too. Um, they kept showing his mom in tears, bawling. I don't know why they were showing the mom on camera so much. I don't know what that was about. But to me, that was a little weird. I didn't like that. This has been terrible for this family. Absolutely terrible. All the DA wants to talk about, all he wants to talk about is, why did you have a gun? You don't need a gun. Why were you even here? Why didn't you leave it to the police, the MTs, to go help people? Why were you even there? It's just like these fucking people just ignore the fact that all this shit happened. It's infuriating, guys. It's infuriating. We know what happened. Cities got burned all summer long, and it was allowed to happen. Allowed to happen. And these people are pushing. They're pushing because they want a violent reaction from us, guys. I can tell you right now, Kyle Rittenhouse, for the people that say, let's arm up and go to war with these people. People like the lawyer that you're watching are salivating and hoping that that happens because they can have thousands of these cases. And show, put in the political narrative, see all these thousands of violent people, we need to take away their guns. This is a tricky balance, fam. It's a tricky balance, but nonetheless, it's still infuriating to watch. Now, this base judge, let's get to him. Let's get to him. Yeah, and great point. Someone talked about how he was bringing up the curfew. The DA's like, Kyle, you know there was a curfew, right? And he's like, well, I got the... uh, I got the, you know, the Amber Alert, uh, emergency alert on my phone at 8 o'clock that night. He's like, well, why didn't you follow it? He, and he's like, because no one else was following it. And the two nights before, Kenosha was burning. 
He's like, oh, so you just decided to take the law into your own hands. And he's like, no. He's like, I was just helping my community. It was a shit show. But this this judge, though, this judge, guys, he's based, and he's getting uh, he's already getting called a white supremacist, of course. Um, because, again, this judge, if you guys have watched the case, he has not allowed his courtroom to become a, uh, a, a, banana, a clown show. He's very serious about that. And this judge also happens to believe in something called the Constitution. Wow. M3 with a cookie. Thank you, my friend. After you left the stream, Kyle said he grabbed my gun before I shot him. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. My Lord. My Lord. And that's the thing. If the, if, if the mayor or governor of your state tells the police, EMS, and five hours to stand down, who's going to protect people's businesses, people's livelihoods? It's just a fend for themselves. We're going to put, we're going to get on our knees, put our fists up for Black Lives Matter, and hand our guns over to these people. Fuck no, we're not. But this judge, this this DA was doing some snaky stuff. He was bringing in, so there was some pre-trial um, negotiations about evidence and certain evidence that was going that was not going to be allowed to be brought into the case. The sneaky DA decided to um, say that the judge opened the door based on new information, and the jury's watching at this point. The jury is watching. And the DA sneaks in this new narrative, this uh, this new this new evidence he says he has, and the defense loses their minds, and the judge loses his mind as well. And here are some of the clips from it. Why would you think that that made it okay for you, without any advance notice, to bring this matter before the jury? You are already you were I, I was astonished when you began your examination by commenting on the defendant's post-arrest silence. That's basic law. It's been basic law in this country for 40 years, 50 years. I have no idea why you would do something like that. And it gives, um, uh, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So I don't know what you're up to. The last part. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. You're an experienced trial lawyer. You know how these things work. You're not new. I don't know what you're up to, but he knows this guy is untrustworthy. He knows he's a rat. He knows he's a sneak. And he's playing games in his court. So this was the full clip of it where the defense was like, we ain't having this. We are, he's like, what in, what in your mind? So what, what made you think you could just do this yourself to bring this new evidence? When I already ruled that, we would not be bringing this up. And he did it anyways. And on top of why the judge got so mad, they did it in front of the jury. And that was done on purpose. There's another clip of this judge absolutely losing his mind on this prosecutor. Mr. Binger is either forgetting court's rulings or attempting to provoke a mistrial in this matter. He knows he can't go into this and he's asking the questions. I ask the court to strongly admonish him, and the next time it happens, I'll be asking for a mistrial with prejudice. He's an experienced attorney and he knows better. Mr. Finger? First of all, Your Honor, this was the subject of a motion. I'm well aware of that. And the court left the door open. For me, not for you. My understanding of You should have come and asked for, uh, for reconsideration. You did on the one motion, and in fact, I granted your motion for reconsideration. That was not a motion. I, 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 um, that's a, uh, excuse me. I, uh, 
I did. I granted. We did not move to reconsider. That was their motion. I, I, we have not filed any me. motions to reconsider in this case. That was their motion for reconsideration, which I denied. But uh, I said I denied it, or I indicated a bias towards denial is what I did. Held it open with a bias towards denial. Why would you think that that made it okay for you without any advance notice to bring this matter before the jury? You are already, you were, I, I was astonished when you began your examination by commenting on the defendant's post-arrest silence. That's basic law. It's been basic law in this country for 40 years, 50 years. I have no idea why you would do something like that. And it gives, um, uh, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So I don't know what you're up to. May I respond? Yes. We filed another acts motion on this exact issue. It is identical to this 25th. That the defendant this no, he wasn't. There's I couldn't remember guys if I what the end of this clip was, but here it was twenty fifth, in the sense that the defendant was using this exact same weapon. He was using it in a manner to try and protect property. No, he wasn't. There's Your Honor, I with all due respect I'm not gonna rehash the motion. <laughs> and he went on from there, fam. He went on from there. He was not having it. He was not having it. And he said in this next clip here, you are borderline. You are borderline. And not even borderline. You have stepped over it. Stepped over uh, some clear, clear stomping of constitutional rights. Here it is. You need to account for this. Your Honor, I don't want to jury here. He's commenting on my client's right to remain silent. No, Your Honor. I am making the point that after hearing everything in the case, now he's tailoring his story to what has already been introduced. That's the problem is, this is a grave constitutional violation for you to talk about the defendant's silence. And that is, and, and, the, and you're right. You're right on the you're right on the borderline, and you may you may be over, but uh, it better stop. Understood. This is I can't think of the case the initial case on it, but it's uh, this is not permitted. All right. He wants to say like, dude, you're fucking around in here, man. You better stop fucking around in here. You're on the edge now. There's two points I want to make about this. Why is this guy doing it? Why, 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 is, uh, why is the DA doing this? My personal opinion on why he is nuking his case is because, one, I think he knows he's in big trouble. He's not, he's not, he's not winning favor with the judge by any means. Not that that matters. It's going to come down to the, jur- uh, the jury. I think, he is, I think he's nuking his own case to um, go for a mistrial, to even potentially... Have the judge maybe weigh in on this, and Kyle gets off, and he can either do a retrial of him, maybe with a different judge, maybe with a different uh, with a different jury, and he's nuking it on purpose, um, and that's why he is doing this. Because he said, "I don't know what you're up to," because everything you're doing does not make sense to me, and the, and the, and the judge knows uh, something's up. And the other thing I want to say is too. Um, about this judge, 
I am I am very I am very fearful of what the future like the future judges are because when I see a judge here like this man he he's over 70 years old. 70 years old and I have to imagine a lot of these judges that believe in the constitution that grew up in the time when the law actually matters they'll actually do their job. When it comes to the new millennial judges that are going to be coming in, I hope to God, I hope to God, they, 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 I don't know anything about this man and what he's ruled on before, but in this case, I hope to God they, are, they, they follow the law and are on top of these scumbag communist Antifa lawyers. Because if what I witnessed in my own YouTube case, which is probably a lot of the courts now where there is clear bias, depending on what state, what town you're in, um, depending on the roll of the dice of whatever whatever judge you happen to get for your case, after you spend all this time and money in to get justice, that because the uh, the political your your political ideologies do not line up with the judge, um, they're going to coddle other uh, Antifa lawyers and communists and make sure they they do not you do not get uh, proper justice. I just get really afraid, guys, that there's not going to be too many judges out there like this one. And that scares the hell out of me because if Kyle gotten some cucked out judge and the thing is everyone on social media right now is saying that uh, this judge is a white supremacist because he, he did this when he talks and I'll show you the pictures. It's all over the place. No, it doesn't. The facts don't matter. To these people, the story doesn't matter. To these people, they're so fucking stupid because all they want is destruction and death of anyone that does not belong to them it does not matter the constitution does not matter to these people the law does not matter to these people it does not matter you are not allowed to have your safety and protection unless you fall in line with their army with their bullshit communist army that they're that they're building out here and if you fall out of line on that you will be prosecuted you will be shamed you will be victimized but i hope to god I hope to God the next wave of judges that are going to be coming out in this country, I hope they are going to do their jobs. And it's not going to be partisan. It's not going to have bias. Because if he didn't, I don't know how Kyle would be doing right now. But right now, thank God he's got this judge. And this is the bullshit the Washington Post is already pushing out. Guys, this is what I'm saying. When it comes down to all this, this is more about this is more than about Kyle. This is about our Second Amendment rights. This is about showing you guys the true enemy of this country which you guys all know who it is. It's the media. It's big tech. It's the brown shirts. It's the fed boys. It's all of these people. All these things that have been weaponized against us. And we fight against this bullshit, this, this, this war on our minds every single day. And we're not going to give up until we get our country back, until we get our culture back, until we get everything back that was already ours, that we were born with. That's including our Second Amendment rights. But as you can see here from Washington Post... Kyle Rittenhouse, trial judge scrutinized for pro-defense reputation. Pro-defense reputation. They're already saying that this man is all about Kyle. He wants Kyle to get off. He's biased. He's this. He's that. And the thing is, the thing is, I've watched, I've watched the last three, four days. And this judge has given this Antifa prosecutor a lot of room. A lot of room to, to pull his bullshit. But when he gets too close, he shuts him down. The defense has been playing by the rules. But this judge has also given, has given the prosecution a lot of leeway as well. He's been pretty fair to both sides. But because it comes off, because it comes off that 
he is shutting down the prosecutor more than maybe the defense to the normal eye out there. It comes off that he's pro-Kyle Rittenhouse. He's pro-defense. He's partisan towards Kyle. No. There are ways that lawyers are supposed to conduct their business within courtrooms. There are laws that are not to be broken. There is a way to carry on a court case, and every judge probably has their personal uh, flavor to how they do it in their, in their courtroom. But they all, they're all following the same law. They just have their own personal flair to it. And because of that, that gets overlooked and, again, thrown out here by the fucking Washington shitpost that, that the, uh, the judge is pro-Kyle. Guys, they want more riots. That is what this coming down to. They want more riots. They want our guns taken away. They want, they probably, it wouldn't surprise me if they, I wish the Washington Post and New York Times would just come out and all these other places say, we, we want Kyle dead. We want Kyle dead. Put that on your newspaper headlines and say, we would want Kyle Rittenhouse dead. Because that's exactly what these people want. And you can see here from retards like Tarek Nasheed here on Twitter, many people suspect that Judge Bruce Schroeder is team white supremacy. Will this explain why he seems so biased and he's been coddling Kyle Rittenhouse throughout the entire trial? Do you guys see this? I, I do this sometimes. A lot of people do this sometimes. They do. They, they talk like this. Trump does it. And maybe that's where all this came from. This symbol supposedly means white supremacy. I'm sure here, this 70-year-old something man, this judge that's been around for a while, yeah, he's a white supremacist. This is the garbage that gets peddled. It gets peddled all over the place, and it's been rampant everywhere. But to throw in some humor into this, ladies and gentlemen, just to throw in some humor, because I've been fired up today. If what you're about to watch actually happened, then I could maybe see there was some bias. Take a watch. Uh the actions that I attacked. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. We're done in bad faith. <laughs> that I think. Uh, the actions that I We're done in bad faith. That I think. The actions that I We're done in bad faith. Uh, now, now, if that had happened, that was from Steven voiceover. I love playing his content on my shows. It's absolutely hilarious. Now, if that had happened, you know, now in, in, in the real case, his uh, ringtone did go off. His phone did go off. And the judge apologized. He, uh, he turned his phone off. Turned his phone off. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I got memes for you. Don't worry. I got memes for you. But in, in the real court case, his uh, his phone did uh, his phone did go off. But if that if that actually happened, I could understand. Yeah, maybe there's some bias there, right? <laughs> but uh, it's still damn funny. Now, before we uh, get into the the memes of this uh, scumbag Antifa lawyer, I want to play the clip, ladies and gentlemen, where um, Kyle Rittenhouse broke down. Um, it's 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 heart wrenching, but I want you guys to get a taste for anyone that missed it. This really affected him. And this, you know, I, I, I don't have, but guys, my buy, I know this kid's, uh, he's an American hero in my eyes. He, uh, he was protecting businesses. Um, he's gonna, his life is, I don't, his life's going to be crazy for the rest of his life going forward. Cause people are going to want him dead. People are going to want him dead for the rest of his life. I don't know how you live. I don't know how you live, but I'm sure he's going to do his best, but I want you guys to listen to his testimony here of, of his story of when he shot is the first the first uh, the first man that attacked him. Here we go. Notice a flame in the back seat of the Duramax 
and I stepped, I stepped towards the Duramax, and um, as I'm stepping forward, I believe his name is now Joshua Zeminski, he steps towards me with a pistol in his hand, and as um as I'm walking, as I as I'm walking towards to put out the fire, I drop the fire extinguisher and I, I take a step back. Okay. When you step back from Mr. Zeminski, what's your plan? My plan is to get out of that situation and go back north down Sheridan Road to where um, the car source lot number two was. And did you get back? Were you able to go in a northerly direction? I, I wasn't. Describe what happens. I. Once I take that step back, I look over my shoulder, and Mr. Rosenbaum, Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side, um, and I was cornered from in front of me with Mr. Zeminski, and there were. I won't play the whole thing, guys. <laughs> There were people right there. <laughs> and that's all I got to show you guys. That, that, that clip goes on for about another 40, 50 seconds. And I watched this live. I watched this all with you guys. And I don't want to get you guys upset. I know it was, that was hard to watch um, for a lot of people. But for the ones that didn't, the ones that didn't see it, um, that was just a taste of it. That was just a taste of it. And this was... I think the defense was still um, cross-examining him. This was before uh, Antifa's scumbag lawyer got, got, um, got to him. And um, you have to remember, he's a kid. And there were people that wanted to kill him. There was a gun in his face. Somebody bashed him in the head with a skateboard twice while on his back. He said he was almost he couldn't he had problems seeing while he was on his back while all these people are running at him that mob is running at him he's by himself and I mean what do you do and this is why it's this is why it's so hard for me to watch this lawyer question him and while he got why he's getting dragged so hard right now and why I'm going to show you guys um, all the memes that all my wonderful wonderful friends made I love you guys champs brand out there all you guys for making these memes because when the lawyer goes up and starts to question kyle about why did you bring a gun kyle why did you do this why aren't you letting the police and the mts to take care of it how dare you protect yourself because according to this lawyer what kyle should have done was lay his weapons out and pray to God they didn't kill him and just lay there and take it. M3 with a ship. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate that. And champs, thanks so much for the cans, my my friend. I appreciate that. And DKN out of the can. Scott, got a can for you, brother, and salute to uh, the Woke Fam post. Uh, you all rock. Thank you. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate the, uh, the gold pill love there. So with that being said... It's the thing, guys. These these people they want us they want us dead. They want us dead, and it's so obvious. Pray for Kyle. Pray for him. 
I know after all this is said and done, there is going to be a army of people that are going to support this kid. That's going to support um, his mom. And for all the ladies out there, I, he's got to protect himself because there's going to be gold diggers. Because if I'm Kyle, if I'm Kyle, I'm going after everybody. If he gets let off by this jury, I'm going after everybody. I'm suing everybody. That's what I mean by going after in case there's any fed boys out here in the chats. Going after them in the courts. And suing the living shit out of anyone who tried to smear me. The outlets that smeared me. Everybody. So that being said, let me turn on some uh, nice uh, nice music here while you guys get to enjoy some of the best memes that I was able to, uh, my friends were able to create. And uh, you guys will absolutely love this. Just take it all in, fam. Dongs for everybody. This is a good one. I love this one personally because it's got a big rainbow dildo in it. And as we go on to meme number two, because this beta cuck was probably drinking some soy latte out of his gigantic ass uh, steel water uh, water container. I like the uh, I like the uh, rainbow dildo in case just better. I don't know. I can't remember who made what, but I know some of you guys are in the chats right now. Shout out to all the meme makers out there. I love you guys. I see Bran. I see Champs. Um, don't know if green cards here, but I love you all. Thank them. Give, pour them uh, some love in the chats because they fucking rock. So that's meme number two, ladies and gentlemen. Meme number three. There's your nice clown hair with a nice raging, uh, veiny, uh, purple dildo. This is one that he probably uses uh, while he goes to the car, um, puts it in his ass, and tries to get more false reports um, and from the FBI, from the Fed boys. And uh, let's see. Let's behind meme number four. Oh, I, oh, this is a good one. Meme number four. Not saying I'm gay, but does this make me gay? As he holds up a cell phone with a uh, unicorn dildo coming out of his head. As he's in some nice, uh, I don't know if that's like a pink uh, pink mohawk with some uh, pink flair to uh, in his cell phone. Absolutely fantastic. I say this one's pretty damn spot on. And what's behind meme Number four. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Raging Antifa Antifa man here. How dare you use your guns? You play video games and uh, what are you doing? Did you kill the, Did you kill these people because you play video games? So that's meme number five. Oh, we're not. We're not done yet, fam. We're not done yet. How would you describe this fire? As uh, Scumbag here holds up his cell phone again with uh, with Hunter Biden and with his red scarf with his shirt off and glasses. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And uh, what do we have? What do we have? Uh, oh, yes. More. Um, this is another picture found on his phone. Because when I saw um, him show up today, I saw this little red pin. I keep calling him Star Wars Lord because he had a Star Wars uh, pin on his uh, on his jacket. He got ratioed on Twitter, and then all of a sudden he changed his coat the same fucking day. This is uh, Joe Biden on his phone um, with the China flag behind him, with Joe Biden about to uh, to take a deep throat of some of that rainbow dildo. So appropriate, so appropriate, and um, oh yeah, this is the good. This one's really good. You guys will love this one. I think this is the most. Uh, this is mo- most spot on. 
I think this is how this man dresses after he's done ruining a uh, 17 year old kid, 18 year old kid's life. He goes home and enjoys uh, a nice, a nice leather, uh, leather shirt, leather pants, and he loves a strap on his rainbow dildo with his nice Nazi uh, armband on the other hand. As you guys can see, all the Antifa, all the soy boys are the same. They have no biceps. So when the guy that Kyle Rittenhouse took, uh, took, took down, he probably did him a favor because there was nothing there anyway, so he just vaporized that shit, whatever was left of it. So this is how I have to imagine uh, things are going at home for Mr. Corrupt DA here. And if this is, uh, obviously, guys, take it all in. Take it all in because this is exactly what we're fighting against. Scumbags like this. And he's going to try to continue to ruin Kyle's life. And uh, we're going to keep memeing the shit out of him. And thank you to my army of memers out there. I love you all for this. Absolutely fantastic. No mercy. Unbelievable. Thank you guys for the gold pill love. All the cans from Champs. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. DK Anon again. Thank you. Practical tactics with a cookie. Highly emotional day. God bless Kylie. Sets the bar. He absolutely does. And let me get my cookie drop for you, my friend. And he's showing me with the shades. What a day indeed. Filter dog one with a cookie. Just couldn't help the rainbow dildo. No, I could not. You know I can't. SA with a cookie. Thank you. And BMW with a phone. Thank you. And DK and I with a can. Oh, the memes. Here we go. Rainbow dildos for everybody. You guys know what you're going to be getting on this show. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. So... I told I showed you guys the narratives that are getting put out. Kyle Rittenhouse's judge is uh is you know he's uh he's white supremacist. Washington Post is saying he's uh he's backing Kyle, and Twitter is suspending accounts um because people are now people that just came to the light today had their moment um their Jesus moment finally realized today ones that didn't believe it before that Kyle is actually innocent and was doing nothing but trying to help people be a good human being. So Twitter temporarily suspends Libertarian Party of Kentucky for saying Kyle House. All they said was, oh, my good Lord, quote, did nothing wrong. Twitter says the statement was glorifying violence. And the funny thing is, ladies and gentlemen, Twitter, this happened like six months ago. And people keep asking me why I still have my Twitter, guys. And all I can tell you is I have no effing clue how I still have my Twitter, but I still do. They tried telling me about six months ago. Um, I said, all I tweeted, it was a tweet. They said that violated their terms of service. All I said was Kyle did nothing wrong. He actually killed a child pedophile, uh, a, a pedophile. And the post was from last summer. And they said, yeah, um, we, we, you posted this tweet. And we want you to take it down. And I appealed it. And, they, and then they came back and said, oh, no, we messed up. We didn't do anything wrong. They are silencing, ladies and gentlemen. They think they can control the narrative of what's going down right now, but they can't. Because I want to give a shout out to Tom for sending me this article because... This right here is exactly why we are fighting so hard against these people and why I do this five days a week, sometimes six days a week, covering this stuff because it's so damn important. This is from the National File. This was uh, Mr. I Got My Bicep Vaporized. Karen House's alleged victim's only regret, regret was not killing the kid, emptying an entire mag into him. And the reason why this is so important, there's his vaporized bicep. There was screenshots, screenshots, and hopefully I can make these a little bit bigger. Uh, let me see if I can just copy this image here and make it bigger. Uh, let's see. Hmm. All right. Well, 
Can't blow it up any bigger, but pretty much, ladies and gentlemen, because I, I, I want you to be able to read it for yourselves, but I can read it for you. Um, ben Stuckles, yes, after you got shot, you can't drop your gun because your muscles are tensed up. This clearly shows his gun was puffed after the point. And the next post says, Ben Stuckles, so the kid that shot Gage as he drew his weapon and Gage retreated with his gun in hand. I just t- uh, talked to Gage. His only regret was not killing the kid and hesitating to pull the gun before entering the entire mag into him, coward. This was his friend saying, I just talked to the guy that Kyle shot, blew his bicep off, and he just told me that my only regret is I didn't kill the kid. Fam, everybody in their mom knows what happened that night, knows why Kyle was out there, Knows why people out there that weren't the police, that weren't fire department, weren't EMS. Everybody knows why they were out there because there was nobody left to protect businesses and property except the people that own it themselves because they were told to stand down. And the other weird tidbit that uh, that from Kyle's testimony is that after he he shot um, and put down those two scumbags, criminals, he ran to the police line. And he says, and he was asked, what happened when he ran the police line? The police told him to get the F away from them and get back. And Kyle was like, I told them I, I, I killed them. I killed two people. I was involved in a shooting. The police didn't want anything to do with them. Kyle then went back to one of the, uh, the car, the car, uh, the car lots that he was protecting, saw the people that he was originally met. And then he went to the closest police station that he knew of, which was where he lived. And they made him sit there for hours for hours and he said he was feeling nauseous he was vomiting he uh his head was spinning and they made him sit there for hours until the detectives from kenosha who by the way seem shady as fuck who don't even know how to handle a rifle let alone a, a, a lead a a, a so hopefully a non-partisan case and then and then um they went through the interview and then he ended up in handcuffs and all that they left him sitting there for hours after the fact. But I don't want you guys to forget what this is all about. I know you guys don't. And BMW again, thank you so much for the phone. And DK Non, thank you so much. Uh, K Quinn with the shades. I was working this listening, but I'm sad for your grandpa. Thank you. He's, hopefully he's going to be okay. Nothing life-threatening as far as I know. I just hate the fact that he's by himself. DK Non with the can. I can for the Patriots and Foxhole. Hell yeah. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. I don't want you guys to forget what this was all about. And this is a clip here. Um, I don't know when this clip was. I think it's an older clip, but it's talking about how uh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, and uh, his feelings on this whole case. Well, Biden issued a statement after President Trump's news conference, which reads in part, quote, tonight the president declined to rebuke violence. He wouldn't even repudiate one of his supporters who is charged with murder because of his attacks on others. He's too weak, too scared of the hatred. He is stirred to put an end to it. So once again, I urge the president to join me in saying that while peaceful protest is a right, a necessity, violence is wrong, period. Mm -hmm. No matter who does it, no matter what political affiliation they have, if Donald Trump can't say that, then he is unfit to be president and his preference for more violence, not less, is clear. I want you guys to see that this is what it's all about. 
This is all about division tactics. So once again, I urge the president to join me in saying that while peaceful protest is a right, violence is wrong. And when they talk, again, the context is nowhere in here. It's not in here at all. It's we give our commie, Antifa, BLM, anyone that wants to commit crimes, destroy people's livelihoods, destroy anybody, you're good. You can go do whatever you want. But the people carrying around guns, you're wrong. Violence is wrong. That's ultimately what this is coming down to, fam. They want to take the guns away. They want to take the guns away, and that's what this is going on. And unfortunately, they're trying to make, um, they're trying to sacrifice Kyle on this. Try to nail this kid to the wall for a very long time. I would love to get some free Kyles coming down all my chats. Hashtag free Kyle. Hashtag fuck Joe Biden. Um, whatever, whatever you guys want to put. And uh, show this kid some support because I'm sure whenever um, I I personally believe um, this trial is going to go his way. I can't imagine being a jury and sitting there when they show the image of the dude with a with a pistol out with him leaning into Kyle. And then I just showed you that Facebook message of how he says his only regret was that he hesitated to, to pull the gun out when he wanted to unload the full magazine into him. Kyle's going to need a lot of support and a lot of love when he's all done with this. And I know he is going to get it. I'm, I'm assuming he's going to probably have to move somewhere else. But my God. My God. Now, the only other update, guys, I want to give you that's not um, Kyle, um, Kyle related, as I give you guys all the updates on what's going on in our country and the world. From the Daily Mail, Russian analyst behind Steele dossier, Igor Danchenko, pleads not guilty pleads not guilty to five charges of lying to the FBI in Durham's Trump Russia Pro, which I found very interesting that he is not going. Um, he's not taking a plea. So what happened with this is the trial is set now for April. And I personally don't believe Danchenko is going to last that long because I'm sure their pressure is going to be put on, is going to be uh, put on, um, on him to cave, and I'm sure Durham has all all the ammunition to get him to do that. But I want to show you guys this uh, this tweet from Sergey Million, who I sh- told you guys was framed, was framed for years, ostracized, his business is destroyed, his name his name and reputation destroyed. Excuse me. He put out this tweet here. Mr. Danchenko is not ready to go to prison for 25 years. He really needs a few months of freedom. Will he make it to the court date in April? That is the question, depending who is behind all these atrocities. Then he tweets this. The whole world is now aware that you framed me and a U.S. president. Please speak up now ASAP and tell your whole story and who is behind you. You have very little time left before your own friends will take care of you. You know that very well, don't you? <laughs> and guys, he's not talking about the, the, uh, the good kind of care. To me, this is a sign calling out to the Clintons. You know the people that are behind you and you know what they're capable of and how they will take care of you if you go if you don't do what the right thing is to do now. Man, guys, things are getting spicy. He's I'm gonna read that again. It's so good. The whole world is now aware that you framed me and a US president. Please speak up now, ASAP, and tell your whole story and who is behind you. You have very little time left before your own friends will take care of you. You know that very well, don't you? <laughs> Man. Man. Man, if they frame me too, I'd be fired up. 
And Mr. Uh, Sergi Million here said he uh, he has not talked to Durham, but he formally thanked Durham on his Twitter feed a few days ago, and this story broke, and said, thank you for finally clearing up my name. Finally clearing up my name and showing the world that I was framed. I had nothing to do with this collusion bullshit that, was, that they said I was a part of. These people know, guys. They know. They know. We aren't, we aren't conspiracy. The Clinton body count thing, that, they, these aren't conspiracy theories. These are, this is very real. You have very little time left before your own friends will take care of you. That is ominous. That is ominous. But I just find it so fascinating that Fox News is all of a sudden, they're, they're all about this. They, um, they want to cover it. And I showed you the woman from the from the View last uh, yesterday that absolutely owned Adam Schiff. I don't know who she is. If someone can find out who she is, she's absolutely amazing. She was. Uh, I don't know what where she was speaking here, but this is a little clip here of her talking about Schiff again. Wrong. I think he's been so um, obsessed with stopping uh, President Trump because he thought he was really bad and evil. I think he was so obsessed with stopping him that he took a lot of shortcuts and, and took a lot of political uh, opportunities and, and really politicized uh, the intelligence community, politicized these documents in a way that never should be, right? When you make these shortcuts, when you politicize the intelligence, it just ends up making you look stupid in the end. Just makes you look stupid in the end, Mr. Pencilneck Kami Schiff. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Guys, I just got a little bit of leftovers for you. And uh, we'll be on out of here. Thank you all so much for hanging out. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Forrest friend with a cookie. Thomas Binger at work. And you gave me a phone number. I don't know who that is, my friend. But thank you for the cookie. Mike Montana with a cookie. Free Kyle, I believe the judge is done with the prosecution. Mistrial and dismiss. Yeah, guys, we got to... I mean, this, it's not over. It's not over, and I think I'm pretty sure the. Uh, I don't know if the trial's still going on. I don't know if they called it a night. I'm sure they did probably by now. It's gonna. It's almost seven o'clock Eastern time. So we'll be doing it all over again tomorrow, fam, and um, we'll see what they bring. We'll see what happens. Cause it's it's been nuts, absolutely nuts. But for the leftovers, Sam, I want to bring in a Joe Rogan clip here talking about why Joe Biden decided to uh, not release the JFK Jr. files. And uh, I thought this was just a cool, interesting tidbit here. Watch this. The Joe Rogan experience. Here's what freaked me out, and it didn't seem to bother a lot of people. The Biden administration, the Biden administration blocked the release of the JFK papers. Yeah. JFK was shot in 1963. How weird is that? They're like, nope. People are still alive. Yeah. Some people that would be fucked are still alive. That tells me the government killed Kennedy. There's some shady shit going That's on. That's what that tells me. Yeah. That doesn't tell me that the the mafia killed Kennedy or the Russians no. killed Kennedy or the Cubans killed Kennedy. That tells me the government probably had that motherfucker They're hiding wax. something. Yeah. They're hiding 100%. something. 100%. Yeah. It's 1963. That shit happened four years before I was born. It's 58 fucking years ago. Yeah, and still got to still hide it. Not yet. Not yet. God. Not yet. Hold it. Yeah. Wait another 25 years. Unbelievable. It's crazy that they could even justify that. That someone could keep 
historical information that's relevant to our understanding of how the country really functioned in 1963. Mm -hmm. They keep that from us because it must be relevant to how the country still functions today. It must. It must have some bearing. A president being killed. Yeah. And we can't know all there is to know about it. Right. What do you know, you fucks? Uh, Yeah. I don't even. I want to know that more than I want to know about UFOs. Ooh, interesting. Very interesting. Just so much stuff's going on, fam. And people are letting me know in the chat. Let me know in the chat that uh, the trial is apparently starting on Monday. So this cucked out lawyer can get all his, his BS together. Amazing. Yeah, guys, let me know. No, uh, no, resumes tomorrow. They hop. They hope to finish on Monday. Okay, so it's going to be on 10 Eastern. People are telling me not to oversleep. Guys, I'm still sleeping by then. You guys are killing me. I'll try to be up early, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, catch the whole thing. But I caught most of it today. I did a pretty damn good job today. Crazy. Crazy time. So uh, you guys are all caught up on what happened. Um, it does. It's resumed tomorrow. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say, why would they why would they take a recess for two or four days? That doesn't sound right. No idea. But it's going to be resuming tomorrow. Okay, cool. Beautiful. I think Joe Rogan made some good points, though. I think he made some good points. And I'm like, and even whatever, even if Joe, even if uh, Biden does put out any kind of declass on it, do anyone really, does anyone really believe that's going to be the full story? Guys, there's been so much damage to our psyches with our government and mistrust and the way we've been treated. I don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you establish unless you have somebody that gives you full transparency and really brings the people. The government has to answer to the people again, not the other way around. I don't know how else you fix it. To me, that's the only way going forward. If you're, if you, if you really want to, if these people want to, of course they don't. Of course they don't. Amazing. Awaken down our gift to the uh, cookie. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you all so much for the gold pills, um, all the donations. And while we're doing that, um, I'm going to release the lemons. Thank you guys. You guys give me a lot of lemons over on DLive today. I appreciate that, Rock and Chip. Seven and Pasadena something. They cut off your name. Uh, the top contributors. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And uh, I'll release the uh, lemons right now for you guys. Those are now gone. Out in 25 seconds. There you go. Fujikash says, I wish they hurry up and get Kyle off the stand and get to closing arguments. I do too. I do too. I mean, that was, I mean, that was definitely having Kyle on the stand was definitely a, definitely a gamble that has some risk to it. But I, I, I got to admit he looked, he, I think he did pretty damn well. He's dealing with a with a with a real snake, a real snake. Um, with this with this cocked out lawyer, big time. So it's just a lot, guys. Just a lot, a lot to take in, and it's only Wednesday. It's Hump Day, damn it. 
So, yeah, maybe they will do closing arguments tomorrow. I mean, who else are they going to bring in? Are they going to bring in Christopher Wray to, uh, to testify against Kyle? Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Insane. Absolutely insane. Either way, guys, thank you all so much for hanging out. Thank you for putting uh, for the prayers and all the love, gold pill love. Get your scratch-offs right now. What's up, buddy? It's Wing Wednesday. LOL in all caps. <laughs> Thanks, T-Roy. Love to see you here, brother. I appreciate it. What's up? It's not, uh, it's not hump day. It's Wing Wednesday, damn it. You're absolutely right. Karen Harris says, Foxhole is cool on my new old phone. Ooh. Karen Harris got a new phone. That's awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, did it not release? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know why I clicked it. I think I need a new mouse. My mouse has been acting up. Hit it now, guys. Hit it now. Maybe I didn't hit the button all the way. I'm out here head bopping, and like everyone's like, yo, where's my fucking money? There you go. Sorry about that, guys. Now I can really head bop. All of them gold pill winners, guys. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And guys, while you're doing that, don't forget another great way to support this show. Um, my, my mod's been dropping links for it. I, we've got, we've got 10 subscribers now. Um, my goal is to hit 50 subscribers on my locals channel. This is gonna, it's a private, it's a private channel that I'm just doing. Um, the, the wokest of the woke, my diehard fans that love to support this channel on a monthly basis. Um, this is basically replacing my Patreon that I have that was taken away from me. And I'm gonna be doing a lot of special things right now. Mondays, you get a private live stream out of me. And it's, it's only a half hour. Once we hit 50 monthly subscribers, I can do an hour live stream for you guys on Mondays. And then I'm going to do a lot of special things, giveaways, discounts on merch. Um, I'm going to have your names on credits at the end of the show. Um, and I might even do like backstage, uh, private, uh, live streams before the actual, uh, free shows. I'm going to be doing a bunch of stuff. Sign up at the locals. It's wokefam.locals.com. Um, the mods are dropping it right now. It's been a really fun place. I just started doing it um, this past Monday. Everyone loved it. It's growing. Um, we have almost 100 followers on the channel with, with uh, 10 subscribers now. Um, we're a fifth of the way there. Love to get to 50 subscribers on that platform. Um, it's up to you guys. I appreciate everything you guys donate to me financially and support me. And it's just another option. Do not feel obligated. I'm still going to do my free shows as I always do. And you guys will never miss, never miss a show. <laughs> Thank you all so much. 
And with that being said, guys, um, hopefully I'll wake up in the morning uh, to catch the rest of the trial. But uh, depending on how it goes, if it's if it's pretty bland and boring, I'll probably cut it short. Doing putting shows together in an hour, hour and a half is uh, is not easy. Until then, guys, follow me on Rumble, follow me on Odyssey, sign up with the Foxhole on Twitch, Telegram, and Gab. I'll see you guys all tomorrow morning. Until then, stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.